You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Good morning. It is Monday. The weekend went by very quickly. It did. It did. I, it, it always really does. Yeah. Um, when you have great weather and you spend a lot of time outside, it seems to go even faster. So Absolutely. That's kind of the way it rolled. But yeah. uh, today's Daily Dose, uh, it's next right now. Colin Mayfield, Kelly Rippon, Fletcher Keel. We're all here on this Monday morning. Um, and, uh, yeah, we saw and heard showers and storms. We'll talk more about that. Yep. Kind of rolled through uh, overnight. But um, they, man, it was a busy weekend, just not only here in Cincinnati, but across America. Across the country, yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> locally, we had a ton of concerts, which we'll talk about in a mm -hmm. second. Um, uh, but, yeah, I mean, it felt like every there were a ton of weddings happening and parties happening. Uh, we'll get to some of the crime also that happened this weekend because that's going to be a big conversation nationally uh, and here locally as they look to keep everyone safe. Just a couple of quick overnight things to hit. Um, there was a crash at Liberty Street and Central Parkway. A car didn't stop at the flashing lights and ran into another car. So firefighters had to pry a car door open to get someone out. They haven't updated us on any injuries. Usually, though, if that's that serious, there some level of injuries. Hopefully mm -hmm. it's just minor, but um, we'll update you guys when we get more on that. And then um, St. Clair Township, there was a fire. A man and his dog displaced after that fire started about midnight, I think they said. So uh, he's being helped out. He is getting help probably from the Red Cross. Usually they're the first people on the scene. So uh, hopefully they will get more information about what happened there. Glad to hear there's no injuries, but obviously that's devastating for yeah. um, he and his dog to go through. So yeah, back to the national conversation that you are going to hear about all day today. Four significant shootings happening in four different cities across the country. We had the Milwaukee on Friday, Buffalo Saturday, Houston, I believe, mm -hmm. on Sunday, and California, California on yeah. Sunday. So, you know, it, it, it's not how anybody wants to start a Monday morning talking about this, but we have to. Yeah, um, it's just a rash of gun violence that we saw. Milwaukee, it was outside the Bucks playoff game. Um, if scary. you know where that area is, they've done a whole revamp of it, and it kind of goes into um, what now is the Pfizer Forum. Um, but in Milwaukee, it was 21 people that were injured in uh, three separate shootings downtown following the Bucks playoff game. So it wasn't just one incident. Um, there's a lot more that um, we have actually have a station in Milwaukee, WISN. So I think they're leading the way uh, there with what happened. But uh, more to come from that. Buffalo situation, which is one of the most recent ones uh, in our memory, I think, because of what went on. The 18-year-old um, shot and killed 10 people, wounded three others. And it seems like, um, I mean, there's no, there's no seam. It, it, this is a hate crime, mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like it. Um, it sounds like the suspect, the 18-year-old who was in custody, uh, told police that he was uh, gunning for um, black individuals. So it's something that uh, I think they're going to file uh, federal hate, hate crime charges. We'll have to see where that goes. Um, then it's coming days, uh, but obviously a lot of people outraged with what happened uh, in Buffalo. And then California, uh, she did mention the Houston shooting, but the California one, uh, one dead, four injured, happened at a Presbyterian church. Um, but I believe it was being used by Taiwanese individuals um, in, in that area. So another shooting, and then as you alluded to, the Houston Market shooting, which I believe a lot that of folks was are one in. shot dead and two others two injured. Two others injured. Houston. Yeah, okay. I, the fact that we have to try to keep up on what's happening there is is an awful way to to have to approach that. Um, and you know, in talking with some folks this weekend, asking you know how is there certain information available in some of these, but not all of them. Well. Mm -hmm. With the Buffalo shooting, it was live streamed, so um, there was a certain amount of knowledge pretty quickly of mm -hmm. 
the, the motive there, you know, the conversations that took place between the suspect and police almost immediately after, um, which is why more of that information is available. And in California, um, yeah, it was a group of Taiwanese, you know, churches do that often. They rent the right. building out to other people, right. other groups, that way they're not all paying for a building and they can they can use it um, but the person there they believe of the same denomination same uh, background actually the churchgoers were able to hogtie that person yeah they were and able to spring into action so more people weren't yeah more yeah. of a tragedy couldn't happen and more people were yeah able to get shot. and also these are spread all over across the country right. so when people are asking why do we know more one place and the other just different police departments Absolutely. different states have different laws about what can be, be released, released and, and at what time and different police departments go and when i was working in florida some of the police departments were really open and others of them weren't so open so Kinda even within the, the same yeah. state it can vary from right. well and, uh, and the scope of these are all are, are, are all very different right. from right. milwaukee to buffalo to houston to california they're very different and obviously in different places so uh, more to come and we will update those situations throughout the uh, throughout the day and throughout the uh, week more so at home, though, we saw, as we alluded to, an amazing weekend here. Um, it seems like it's back to pre-pandemic levels with all the events that we had going on. Um, huge concerts, not only the Garth Brooks concert, the Who uh, on Sunday at TQL Stadium. There were a number of other ones at Icon. And uh, I saw one of my buddies posted something. I think Ty Holden was downtown over the weekend. And he's like, country? It's a good thing. And there's so many country <laughs> individuals just, just ready to see Garth Brooks. I had family and friends uh, there on Saturday night. Anthony Munoz was there on Saturday. He got spotlighted uh, for everything he does for the community. Yeah. Uh, but what an amazing weekend we had. Crazy busy weekend. Yeah. Uh, Xavier's graduation, Randy, was this weekend as well, mm. I believe. And Miami, Miami University, yeah. I saw Mike Dardis' daughter graduated, so congratulations to her. On. So much going on. So um, it's been great for the local businesses, yep. you know. Oftentimes, we look to the Reds this time of the year to kind of bring people into the downtown area, into the banks for the games. Maybe hasn't been happening as much as uh, a lot of those local businesses were hoping for this year, just because things off to a bit of a rocky start with the Reds. Uh, but yeah, the huge weekend, and they these businesses deserve a chance to really thrive and have a great weekend and not have to worry too much about uh, yeah. what's going to come in because. Yeah, there was a constant cycle yep. of people around yep. downtown. Yesterday, Richard Charles spoke to businesses and people coming in from town. He spoke with Holy Grail, said that this that Saturday was the busiest Saturday that they've had and they couldn't remember, and spoke people spanning the Midwest, basically, northern Ohio, uh, central Indiana, even West Virginia all coming in for yeah. these concerts. Mm -hmm. So Cincinnati kind of the center of the Midwest in terms of entertainment over the last, uh, over the last weekend. And That's awesome. It, it's funny you say pre-pandemic levels. It's funny to see that here and then. I don't believe the game was in Cleveland, but the Guardians actually had a game or two postponed because of positive COVID cases. So it's oh. kind of the duality of things still are coming kind of back to normal, but also, oh, yeah. yeah, we're still in a pandemic. <laughs> living with COVID. That yeah. is interesting. And some places you don't even really uh, see it. And then you saw, uh, you know, Reverend Lynch, uh, you know, retiring and then seeing everybody in that church mm -hmm. wearing wearing masks. So, you know, it's it's onus is on every individual to do what they feel is comfortable for them. But it is good to see uh, business kind of booming again down uh, at the banks and for all the businesses that really needed right. it well. Well, and, and it went Friday night, Garth, Saturday night, Garth, Sunday night, uh, The Who, mm -hmm. and that's yep. a huge show for this city for obvious reasons. 1979, mm -hmm. an absolutely tragic event in which those 11 lives were lost um, as people were rushing to get into that concert and they hadn't played here um, in 40 years, mm -hmm. which, you know, you understand there would be 
a bit of a jarring feeling to coming back to a city where such a terrible thing happened and playing again. But it sounds like from hearing some of the concert goers and the band who opened, who actually formed in tribute to those victims, and then the band itself, it sounds like it was kind of a therapeutic weekend for everybody to yeah. kind of have that concert and be able to celebrate the music and honor the victims. I, I think uh, some some of the people that we spoke to actually spoke about that, about yeah. closure, about coming to uh, this concert. And then obviously uh, a lot of uh, the entire benefit of this concert went to the victims' families. Right. Um, and they have this PEM scholarship, uh, hopefully going to broaden this to the 11 victims. Mm -hmm. So uh, if for a great cause. And, you know, what a better, I couldn't have been a better night for it. I mean, beautiful. TQL looked packed. Yeah. Uh, we even First saw ever concert the, at yeah. TQL yes, as well. Yes, that's right. We saw one of the band members wearing one of the FC Cincinnati jerseys, mm -hmm. which is very cool to see. I, 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 in my estimation, this will not be the last concert to go to TQL. No. And I'm excited to hear about people's experience, just because, yeah. you know, we haven't had a concert there. It, yeah. We've done Great American. We've done, yeah. yeah, like, hey, if you were higher up, did you feel like you had right. a good experience right. there? So it? it'll yeah. be interesting to see how that works out. And then Sweets and Meats, a beloved uh, mm -hmm. spot in Mount Washington. But part of this conversation we've been having that restaurants are seeing these no-show or these ghosting-type practices where people are ready to work, but they don't show up to work. We'll continue this conversation because I have yeah. a feeling I know what most of our parents would have said if we were like, oh, I just didn't show up for work. Um, but let's check in with Randy here uh, because we're talking about the forecast. It's going to be much more comfortable, which I think a lot of people are excited about. Uh, so we're going to check in with Randy here. Right now, you can see that the skies have finally started to clear out. We're sitting at 59 degrees here in Cincinnati, and our temperatures will climb up into the 70s today. So by lunchtime, around 71 this afternoon, into the mid and upper 70s. If you thought it felt a little bit more like summertime over the weekend with the high humidity, that rain from last night cleared out the humid air, and we'll see the return of muggy air with rain and thunderstorms Wednesday and Thursday. I am looking at Friday. Is it too soon? Looks like, a dry, <laughs> looks like a dry day. Um, but back to the conversation about the no-show employee. I mean, we know people have had a hard time hiring. There's signs still everywhere. Mm -hmm. But now, I guess, part of the conversation is retention. And you kind of made a joke, but a serious joke. You're like, I thought ghosting only happened in relationships. Like, yeah. what? Well, it sounds like maybe that's the age group that's doing this. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, th those practices do happen in dating. I know a yeah. lot of folks have probably dealt with that, but it's interesting this is happening in business now. Yep. Um, and as you said, retention, that's a big thing. I mean, think about the business. They put costs to this. Mm -hmm. You know, you're expecting somebody to come into work. Um, and Sweets and Meats, I mean, their business has been primarily on, you know, word of mouth and then staking a claim on their experience and the food that they serve. Um, and it's hard to do that when you don't have reoccurring folks that come back and want to give the type of service that they want to give to people. At 100%, that's, that's such a huge part of it yeah. because people do, they form relationships with employees yep. um, and, and you go, oh, I, I love Shannon, so I'm going to go back to that restaurant because yeah. I had a great experience. But it's now to the point where um, Sweets and Meats, they had to change, they're not going to do takeout meals yeah, yeah. for yeah, the they're, rest they're of the month. Closing yeah. the restaurant portion of the business. I mean, yeah. that's, been, that's, that's kept a lot of businesses afloat during this pandemic right. is carry out. So, yeah. you know, if, you, if, you, um, if you're having to negate that type of service, that could really be a crucial thing. And obviously, as we know, it sounds like they will have to. Yeah. And I hope other restaurants uh, that are having to follow suit with this uh, can kind of come back, but yeah. um, it's Meredith, an issue that we're seeing. Meredith saying that uh, Sweets and Meats telling her that of the 15 employees that they've hired, only two have made it past 30 days. So that's kind of the yeah. the data point of what Which we're seeing. So, and I think, you know, I feel like this is a lesson a lot of us have learned in life. It's important to maintain good relationships no matter how things, you know, if it's not the right job for you, 
okay, that's okay. You don't have to stay in a job that's not the right job for you, right. but be communicative about it. Hey, I'm sorry, like, but just not showing up. Down the line, you don't know who that person knows. You That's don't know. Right. I don't know. That just makes me nervous. I'm yeah. like, oh, I feel like I try to leave every situation as best I possibly can. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is really frustrating for those owners. And you made a great point about, yeah, like going back and having that consistency is a huge part of operating yeah. a business. And if you can't get that, unfortunately, in today's day and age, it uh, kind of spells yeah. Yeah. you might have to shutter some things. So obviously, we'll keep an eye on it. Um, and we love our, um, our team of reporters who continue to go after it. Mm -hmm. We appreciate their work. We appreciate you listening and watching every day. This is uh, Monday's Daily Dose. Monday. Yeah, right. We're uh, just starting this week. So hopefully you'll, <laughs> hopefully you'll go we through the week with us. We all said that about like Monday. Yeah, hopefully you'll go through the week with us and uh, we can all make it together. But that's WWT News 5's Daily Dose for today. For Colin Mayfield, Kelly Ripon, and Fletcher Q, have an amazing Monday. I'm like, cheers, Zach.